Good, good morning, afternoon, or evening. Wherever you are, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am your humble host, Tony Serrano, and this is the PhD in me. so grateful, so humbled, so happy to be here. This is the seventh week for the How to Heal series. We've already gone through seven weeks. Yes, it is true. So today we are talking about the journey ahead, what to expect moving forward, maybe the timeline of healing. And I want you to know that all of this is sponsored by I Owe Me Life. What is I Owe Me Life? It was a small nonprofit project that I started back in 2015. And it's all purpose is that I owe me life. I owe me happiness. I owe me love, abundance, peace, joy, humility, gratitude, everything that I deserve for my highest good. I owe that to myself. I deserve it. I am worth it. And so all of this is sponsored by that I owe me life. And today I want to start off by talking about your tree. So moving forward, now we've gone through the physical, we've gone through the mental, emotional, now we're at the spiritual. To really truly transcend your trauma, you need to go through all aspects. And sometimes working from the physical, what we can see, to the unseen is sometimes easier for our brain to process. So I wanted to do a quick analogy of this tree, this beautiful tree. I'm such a beautiful artist, right? So the analogy of the tree, I'm just going to hold this board up for you and I'll just kind of talk, talk at you. So if you go ahead and take a look, you have the sun, you have some water, the roots of the tree, some leaves falling off. So. This is a great analogy for life because just take a moment and think. I'm going to put this down. Take a moment and think that a massive, beautiful, strong tree, how was it created? It was created by sunlight and water. Sunlight and water. That is truly baffling that sunlight and water could create this beautiful, strong, big tree. This tree is now a tangible form. It is now a physical form. And this tree, you know, humans, we can't just take a tree out of the ground. We need so much strength, so much power. You know, we need so much force. But yet this, this Thing, this physical being was created out of nothing. It was created from being watered and sunlight. If you really take a moment and you really think about it, how did that even happen? How did it happen? It's such a beautiful concept. I want you to ponder it throughout the day today and throughout the week. But when you think about the sunlight, 
What happens when a plant or a tree is, has too much sun? It gets wilted and it dies. Now, what happens when water, a plant is overwatered or underwatered? It gets wilted and it dies. So these two things, the sunlight dries up the water and the water drowns out the sunlight. See how these two are very cohesive together, but with one or just the other, they don't survive. It doesn't do well. The plant, the tree, it doesn't live. So the sun in our life represents all of the challenges because going out to the sun with no water in the middle of the desert, you're thirsty. You want that water. So the sun represents the challenge in life. It represents the stimulation. It stimulates our growth. And sometimes we can get burned by the sun. Having too much exposure with not enough nourishment. And that's what the water represents. Your nourishment, your balance. You're bringing it back and you're giving to yourself. That's what the water represents. So we're giving uh, new followers, our new, um, that just joined us, we're doing a diagram, analogy of life for the tree. So the sun is the challenges, the stimulation in our life, and then the water is the nourishment in our life. And we can't have one without the other. And so this tree is created out of nothing. So. Be challenged in your life. Be stimulated. And then be nourished. Nourish your roots so that you can grow more. Because if you're constantly stimulation without any time to sit in peace, in silence, to ground, to be alone with you, to journal what you're learning. Because we can process so much information in, in, in our brains. But then when do we have time to actually organize and sort it out so take time to be nourished take time to grow and then what also happens to this tree as it grows well let's start from the physical form the leaves they start to fall during seasons and so it is natural for things in your life to fall away from you it is natural that things that served you once that once were your leaf that gave you the vitamins from the sun, it no longer serves you and where you've grown today. It's time to let go of the things that don't serve you and to start accepting the things that can challenge you and stimulate you. Challenges aren't so negative, so always focused on progress and performance. Challenges in life can be just within your mental state, your emotional state. Challenges can be like, Am I going to react in this situation or am I going to respond? Challenges are not our issues. They're just set there whether we like to grow or we like to stay where we're at. And both are perfectly okay. It's all about what are you willing to, what are you open to? So now going back, so you let go of your leaves. Now working from the inside, the rings on a tree if you look at a tree cut from the center, there's rings and that signifies the age of the tree because at each form 
you're changing. So when I say that your past will always be a part of you, just like the rings on the tree, but it does not define you. You are greater than your past. You are more than your physical form. That's your spiritual growth. That's how we transcend our trauma, is to look about how we are more than our emotions. We have emotions, we want our emotions, we embrace, we lean in and we listen. And then our higher self, our authentic self goes, what is this emotion trying to tell me? Is this emotion coming from an ego? Or is this emotion coming to serve my highest good? To serve as an indicator that my needs are not met. So the rings on your tree represent your soul. And there will be seasons of drought. There will be seasons of famine. What to expect moving forward in the How to Heal series. You will fail at this. You will set boundaries you will set and share with people your emotions and your feelings and your needs and then you won't be able to meet them there will be seasons of drought and famine it's expected it will happen and so now that's how you build that resiliency to go i know what to expect and i'm on it for the ride because at the end of this ride, I get the journey to my higher self, my authentic self. And a higher self doesn't mean that it's better than other people. A higher self is all of your potential, all of the abundance that you already are. This frequency of abundance exists, whether you tap into it today or not. And I'm gonna get into that a little bit later. So let's go to trust. So building resiliency and trauma a part of you wasn't able to protect yourself in the moment that trauma occurred, in the moments that trauma occurred. Throughout my entire childhood, up to 18 until I was able to leave the house, trauma occurred. And so I had created these habits of self-harm to cope because I needed to survive. And I betrayed myself by suppressing my emotions, by lying to myself, by pretending that it's not there, by pretending that I deserve to engage in reckless behaviors that don't serve my highest good. So I had to build trust to transcend my trauma, to heal my trauma. So building trust with yourself is very difficult because you already don't trust the outside environment. So you have no inspiration to see that you can actually develop trust within yourself. And trust is how will you be? Who will you be regardless? Building trust is also knowing what to do in that moment to honor yourself, to protect yourself, to serve your highest good. And that's also, again, when you choose reaction over, you choose response over reaction. That's also building trust. Every moment that you choose the response instead of the reaction, you're building trust with yourself. And so the question goes, 
If you're not building trust, what are you doing? What are you going to do going forward in your life? Because life is going to be chaotic today, tomorrow, and every day for the rest of eternity. Life will be chaotic. And life is short. No matter what happens in life, how are you going to be? And answering those two questions is what changes your life drastically. So regardless of political climate, regardless of COVID, regardless of all these limitations and fear, this is who I'm going to be. Even though, fill in the blank, I am going to have respect. I'm going to have self-love. I'm going to have mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health. You have to develop that code of conduct. What you were born with, what you were raised with, you can change and you can be whoever you want to be. And sometimes we say, that life is moving drastically and sometimes we're afraid of that change. So just a short story. I thought maybe I won't recognize myself if I pursued this pathway to healing. I thought I wouldn't know who I would be and I feared it and I was scared and I was intimidated. But as a healing person, Now, looking back, I don't see any better way to live. I have zero regrets on this pathway to healing. I look back and I go, has there ever been a time when I didn't feel joy, when I didn't feel peace, when I felt safe, when I felt eager to wake up, where I felt love and grace and humility and compassion I don't wake up thinking about not having those because it's so natural. It's so least resistant. It's the pathway of least resistance. To be your authentic self is not about what you have to do. It's what you have to let go of, what you have to do less of. It's the pathway of least resistance. And so what to expect moving forward is you're not going to lose your emotions. That's not what causes your trauma. Those are indicators that let you know that your environment, that your needs are not being met. That's what the emotions serve. They're alarms. So what you're going to lose moving through the how to heal is you're going to lose lies. You're going to gain trust and truth. You'll lose suppression, paralysis, self-hate, self-harm, judgment, condemnation. I thought I was going to lose myself to heal. But what I lost were all of those behaviors. And they transcended. To transcend your trauma is to take these low-frequency lies and transcend them into truth that are high frequency, that spread love, that spread your authentic self, 
because you are this ball of energy. And the moment you start cracking it open, it just releases and expands and it can never be contained once you open it up. So what you're going to keep, like I said, is your emotions. You're going to have doubt moving forward through your whole life. You will have doubt. You will have fear. You will worry, but it won't paralyze you. You won't start to judge yourself. When you have fear, you'll start to observe it. You go, okay, I have fear, yes. Then you assess it. Why do I have the fear? Where is it coming from? Is it from my own perception or am I embodying it from someone else? And then you'll take action. So your fear instead of judgment and condemnation and self-hate, self-loathing, you'll go observe, assess, and then you'll take the action. And that builds trust. It's this reinforcing cycle where the more that you prove to yourself what you're worth, the more that you prove to yourself that no matter how people treat you, how you're going to treat yourself, you're going to build the trust. You're going to reinforce your authentic self. And you're going to reinforce it so much that like I've been saying is that true freedom is living without boundaries, living without limitations. Trauma is imprisoning. Suffering is addictive. And living with true freedom, you don't have those limitations. You are no longer imprisoned. You are no longer addicted. It becomes a choice, a daily choice. And so the one trait, the one trait and one quality that I want you to focus on in those moments of fear and doubt and worry when you're having those emotions and they're starting to lead you to anxiety and depression. I want you to say willingness. Just say the word willingness. That's the place and frequency we want to cultivate. We, won't, we don't want to force ourselves to be something that we're not yet. I can't help it, but I'm willing to try. Just the act of willingness, just saying the word willingness. It's like I have this desire that I know this is not helping me. I'm not living a better life because of my actions. But right now I'm willing. I'm open to receive. I'm open to consider, to experience insights. Willingness is something that when you come from that place, it's not like you're being forced. You're just open. And no one's judging you. It's a very peaceful way to heal. Because courage is not the absence of fear. It's that in spite of that fear that I feel, I'm going to take action regardless. I want you to know that the frequency of your authentic self, it already exists. It's already here on earth in whatever dimension that you believe. The frequency always already exists. So now it's your decision from that moment of willingness. Am I going to tap into that frequency? When I wake up in the morning, am I going to tap into the frequency of love, of abundance? Or am I going to tap into the frequency of judgment, 
and chaos and overwhelm. Because back to our tree analogy, where'd it go? Over here, the tree analogy, the seasons will come and it could seem like it's chaotic. But when you look at it from a love perspective, it's actually natural and it's normal for your emotions to cycle through the moons, women through your cycles, it's natural. And then we learn to love it. And how can I actually look at this chaos as actually something that is a perfect, perfect, everyone's needs are met. I love actually this beautiful folktale. It's a folktale. Maybe you've heard it already, but I wanna read it if you haven't heard it. So there's this Cherokee elder and he tells his son that there is a battle that goes on inside of everyone. He said, this is the battle. The battle is between two wolves. One wolf is evil. It's anger, envy, jealousy, greed, arrogance, sorrow, regret, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. That's one wolf. Then there's the other wolf. That's joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. So the grandson thought and he said, grandfather, which wolf wins this battle? And he says, the one you feed. So going back to that frequency, we have a choice when we wake up, are we going to feed our fear and our paralysis and our anxiety? Or are we gonna feed our self-love, our forgiveness, our empathy, our compassion, our gratitude, our humility? Humility is not humiliation, it has this negative connotation. Humility is a very powerful emotion and frequency to live your life by. Remember when I talked a few weeks ago about Angel and his reactions? I love him so much that I chose a frequency of love in that moment and I said, he's calling me names and he's trying to enrage me and get me to engage but he needs me more because i tapped into the frequency of love he needs me more than i need my ego because your ego is what gets hurt your ego is what takes this humiliation and turns it into something that's a negative your authentic self takes that and goes you need my authentic self. You need my love and my support and my compassion. And I'm going to love you even though you're raging. So you can tap into that frequency in every moment of your life. And it starts with looking in the mirror and going, how, looking in the mirror, how can I tap into the frequency of joy today? I might have a blown tire. My car might break down. How can I tap into the frequency of joy today? 
Maybe this is the break I need because life is so chaotic and so overwhelming. I need this break to just sit on the side of the road and wait until the repairman comes. Maybe I need this to show me where my finances, my finances are not serving my highest good and I need a reliable car. That is a need that is not from your ego. It's a must. So maybe how do you tap into the frequency of joy when I, my car breaks down? I need to reassess my financial standing. I need to maybe take time to have a higher paying job because I deserve it, because I'm worth it, because I'm a good employee. I show up on time. I do my job. I'm very diligent, meaning I don't need to be asked what to do. I just see a mess and I clean it up. So you honor yourself to be paid for what you provide. And then honor yourself to go, how do I tap into the frequency of joy right now? Well, you go, am I living beyond my means? Am I trying to spend to try to keep up with a certain trend or friends that are in this certain lane, right? Am I going beyond my means? Is it time to pull back, to start saving, to start investing my money, to live below my means, invest and save, so that when my car does break down, and that's just, I can still tap into that frequency of joy where I can feel supported, where I can feel loved. And so again, that's how you navigate healing is by building that trust and that's honoring yourself to know when to pull back because humility sometimes we resist that humility but it actually is something that's going to serve us to get us to our authentic self to get us to that higher frequency of life so with willingness i'm asking you to take progress over perfection to go day by day and to ask yourself in the moments, is this helping me or is this hurting me? You know, once I became aware that I even had a choice, I didn't even know I had a choice. So once I became aware, I was like, is this liberating me or is this enslaving me? And I had that choice and I know that I could make it and then I made it. And I started to say to myself, the shackles, the shackles of addiction to suffering, imprisonment of trauma. The shackles are off today, tomorrow, and every day for the rest of my life. Do not settle. Do not quit. I'm not quitting on you. I'm never going to give up on you. You deserve more. You deserve more than this addiction to suffering. You deserve more than the imprisonment of trauma. So moving forward, the timeline of healing, you're going to feel like you're going out and you're working out for your highest good, not to look a certain way, but to actually just feel energized and to feel alive, to feel eager, to feel even tempoed because our circadian rhythm of sleep is so so plays such a big part in our ability to process emotions. So if we're committed, but we're not sleeping and nourishing like the water analogy, then we're not even going to be at a place where our brain is at a capacity to heal. 
If we are feeding ourselves sugar and caffeine and these toxic chemicals that are inhibiting our hormones, they're endocrine disruptors, we are not at a capacity to heal. So you're going to be able to serve your highest good in your physical body. And then you're going to feel great. You're going to be happy. You're going to have moments where you feel encouraged and empowered. In the timeline of healing, sometimes stuff's going to happen like your car is going to break down. Or you're going to lose your best friend. They might betray you. And you're going to be tested. Know that that is a test. That is a testament to how can you honor yourself. How well do you know yourself? Because eventually, it will come to the moment where the ego falls away and you go, I love them so much. They do mean so much to me. And I, rather than scraping at them, clawing to get back into their life, trying to be what they want me to be, I love them so much that I'm going to honor that space. I am going to honor myself. That I'm not going to chase in life. I'm going to attract I'm going to attract what serves my highest good. Everything that I need will come to me. And that will be your test. And you will fail at that test sometimes. You'll fall back and you'll watch a lot of TV and you won't sleep and you'll start not taking care of your body and nourishing your body. You'll stop reading and you'll stop listening to the podcast and you'll, you'll just want to just a break. And that's okay too, because we need to nourish. We can't take constant stimulation. You can't want to be tan and go out into the sun and then get tan in one day. You can't become your highest self in one day overnight. This is not an overnight process. This is not some pill that you take. This is not something that you can pay money for. You cannot pay money for your highest self because you cultivate it from within. And so I'm not here ever to sell you on something, some product. I'm trying to sell you on yourself to convince you that you hold that power that you hold everything that you need to be your authentic self. You do not need to go out into the world to pay for that. Your love and your peace and your worthiness and your grace, that's gonna come from within. And no one's ever gonna be able to take that away from you. That loss that you feel, no one will ever be able to take away or downplay your authentic self. So that wraps it up for the How to Heal series. We're at week seven. That's what to expect. And please reach out because it changes and it's difficult and it's hard. And sometimes we just need someone to talk about it too. Not that they even need to talk to us, just to listen. Just to like let it vent and let it go and let it out. And so that's exactly why I'm here. I'm always going to be here for you. You can DM me, email me. We can schedule a Zoom call. We can do Reiki whatever you need. I'm always here. So your only homework, I'm going to release a few more videos and a lot more videos just on healing in general over this next week. Anything that I've missed that from the past weeks that I feel would serve you on your pathway to healing, I'm going to release those videos. And your only homework for today is to go see the tree. If you just joined us, I did a tree analogy. I'm going to post this right after we're done so you can rewatch this right in the beginning. Go be by a tree today. Go sit underneath some grass. Go look at the tree with your five five senses. Go touch the tree. Go listen to the tree. Listen without your phone or anything. Just listen. What is the tree here? 
What sounds does the tree hear? It could be the hum of traffic. It can be the laughter of kids playing. It could be the wind. What do you hear when you're by that tree? And try to just imagine that tree that was really grown and cultivated. It's standing in the physical form today, but it was only made from a seed, water, and sunlight. And it became all of that. So sometimes our journey is so difficult to see until your authentic self, that tree of what it was potential to be, is there. Then you do see it. And you go, I did grow. I have grown. I have contributed today to my healing. Big or small, seen or unseen, measurable or not. So enlighten love. Namaste. Have yourself a beautiful, bright day. See you later.